ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. Testimony time! How many of you are excited about testimonies? You know, last week I was telling you there are a lot of people here who sit on their testimonies. God has been good to them, but they never make their way to come and share it. Tonight we have one such a person who's going to share her testimony to the glory of the Lord. Can you put your hands together and help me welcome our sister? Comfort Tomega. Put your hands together for her from the Benapad region. She's a center leader and she has a very fantastic testimony. Oh, keep clapping. Good evening. Comfort. Good evening, church. Pastor good evening. So, what are you dressed as tonight? We are from South Africa. Wow. Put your hands together for an international church. So tell us your testimony. Okay. My testimony is about how I obeyed the word of the prophet in the house. And God, through that, God has blessed me. Wow. Last year, Bishop was sharing a rope for Cathedral Sunday. So, I came. I came not because I have money, but I was believing God that when I come and I take the envelope, God will bless me. Did you hear? She said, last year last year and she's standing here today sharing her testimony what did the lord do for you two months ago what did the lord do for you a week ago what is the lord doing for you right now that you are failing to rise up and celebrate the lord can you put your hands together for a good god when i came i came for the hundred ghana envelope but when i was coming my pastor's wife told me to jimmy enu so I didn't know if the menu is for her or one is for her. So when I came, Bishop handed over one and drove to me. That was the last one on, in his hand. So I told him three. And then he said, wow, three. You will be celebrated. I see it coming you to pass in your life as well in the name of Jesus. He said that we all know that our Christmas is in December, but you will celebrate your Christmas before December. Hmm. So I received all the blessings. When I went back, I gave two envelopes to my pastor's wife, and she said, I will miss Jibakope. So I told myself that I'll bear the cost. So I gave her one. But when I got to the house, I said, ah, Bishop didn't say 
all this blessing because of 100 Ghana or 200. He said it because of 300. Mm. So I decided to give all. Wow. I struggled to give the first 100 Ghana. Oh, can you put your hands together? So after the first one, I managed to bring the rest later. Then during the Christmas, Bishop also said that we should bless somebody. We shouldn't think about ourselves. Anymore. How many of you remember that instruction? Pastor Jerry, all this while I was struggling to feed myself and my son. But that one too, I obeyed. Wow. And I blessed some people. I'm standing here today to give glory to God because since we entered this year, I've never struggled again. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know why you're sitting down there like that. But I feel like you don't understand what God can do. Your story is practically turning around. If I can get only three people to lift up their hands and receive this blessing, it is happening in your life as well. Receive it in the name of Jesus. We have more than we can take. We also give to people. You made that I struggle to eat today. I can feed my children, which we are doing well. By the grace of God, things that I didn't have in my room, fridge, TV, now I have them all. I don't know how it came about, but I believe it is the power that is in this house mm. that is providing all this grace. I believe it is a prophet that God has given us. That's why we have been blessed like that. If you are sitting here today and Bishop is calling for offering, talk to them. Tight. Mm. Cathedral Sunday, if you have gift, if you don't have, believe God. Believe because God. I have believed God and he has put himself to be faithful. We have a lot of blessing in this house. Don't come here and go without taking some. Be part of everything. Do something for God. Do something for God. It is by doing something of God. That's why I'm blessed because I'm a center leader. I don't just come and go. I just don't come, oh, I don't oh, just come oh, to sit on the chair oh, and go back. Oh. All things will work together for you too in the name of Jesus. I said, I see everything working together for you in Jesus' name. Celebrate the Lord with me tonight for a very fantastic testimony. God bless you, comfort. You may kindly take your seat. Oh, I don't feel you are excited tonight. She believed God and God proved himself to be faithful. Everything you are expecting from God, I see God meeting you at that point of your need in Jesus' name. Put your hands together one more time for the Lord.
Respect. 
international service we've had this evening and we are still having i want you to clap your hands for this amazing instrumentalist i think we've got one of the best instrumentalists in town beautiful guys and clap your hands for our sister mary awesome 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 i believe that god is changing your life 
How many of you feel that God is at work already? Already is at work. Already he's at work. Can you lift your hands and thank him for all he's doing in your life? All he's doing in your life. There are little young boys and girls in the service who in some 10 years time will look back at these times and thank God for someone who brought them to church somebody who took them on a bus to church somebody who said let's go to church God bless the pastors God bless the center leaders can you lift your hands and just thank him for what he's doing in your life in my life in your life in the church what a blessing thank him thank you Jesus I want you to thank him just thank him find a reason to thank him he's awesome he's awesome he's God he's mighty and he's beautiful father we thank you for this wonderful evening and we commit ourselves into your hands and we say Lord as we hear your voice in these few minutes change our lives and help us to walk with you in Jesus name we pray Amen. 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 Clap your hands. Keep clapping your hands. Don't stop clapping your hands. And you may please be seated. You may be seated if you've already taken your seats. What a church. What a service. And tonight, for a few minutes, I want to. I think we've had a good time already. Some of you have got your visas in the spirits. I said, you've got your visas in the spirit. Some of you, people are buying tickets for you. Some people are going for their second honeymoon already. Already it's been written. I said, it's been written. Some of you are on your way to Fiji soon. For a good time. Did you enjoy our Fijian lady pastor? Who brought the greeting? Yes. You will also be there one day. I said, you'll be there one day. So let's just enjoy a spot of the word of God. And uh, I believe God is going to still bless us anyway. I was teaching last week. I began to share on the seven great principles for a great change. Seven great principles for a great change. When you meet Christ... There must be a change in your life. Hallelujah. Lift your right hand and say, There must be a change in my life. Say, People must see a change in my life. Say, I can't be the same and claim to be born again. And I want you to turn your Bibles again today to Galatians chapter 1, verse 23 talking about Paul but they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preached the faith which once he destroyed that's a great change the same man who persecuted us in time past is now preaching 
the faith which he destroyed. Can we not say that about you also? That the brother who used to sleep with those girls is now pastoring the same girls he used to fornicate with. Is it not possible? That the brother who used to listen to unbeliever songs is now using the same voice, the same heart to preach and also sing gospel songs for the Lord. Is it not possible for us to see you and say that the brother who once smoked Indian hemp is now an evangelist in town? Say great change. Say say great change. I want us tonight to understand that God wants to see a change in your life. And beyond God, the people who know you must see a change in you. A change in you. That's what happened to the madman of Gadara. The people in the town where he lived came to see him after he had met Christ. And they saw that the man was a different man. You may want to take your notebook and write one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And start writing the changes that have taken place in your life since you met Jesus. Yes. If you start from one, where will you get to? Some of you may not get to two. Some of you may not cross five. Of course, you are in church, so at least you have one. Point number one. You, you are not going to church. Now you, you go to church. <laughs> but beyond one, beyond the point one, and even the church you claim to have been attending, it was on and off. On your birthday, Easter, Xmas, and when your friends are going to celebrate God for some outdooring. But I see a change in your life. You see, you cannot walk with God without a change. Great change. Great change. That's the song we used to sing. Great change since I met God. Great change since I met God. Great change. Everyone sing with me. Since I met God. There's a great change since I met God. Can you sing it again? Great change since I met God. Great change since I met God. Great change since I met that's a great change. 
the things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to say, I say them no more. The places I used to go, I go there no more. There's a great change since I met God. Beautiful. Can you believe that to be the testimony of your life? Can you believe God to have that as your testimony? But many of you have been in Christ and your song is no change since I met God. No change since I met God. And it's not good. No change since I met God. There's been no change since I met God. Hey, and you continue by saying, the things I used to do, I still do and more. The things I used to say, I still say and more. The places I used to go, I still go and more. There's been no change since I met God. I'm a talented solo artist from India. I'm an Indian star. No change in your life. No change in your life. Now, God did not call us to that life. You did not get born again to a life of no change. No, 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 no. Then, then, then you are doing something else. You are doing something else. I don't know, I don't know what you are doing. But surely, it's not a salvation God talked about. It's not salvation. With salvation, 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Can you turn and ask your friend in your, still wearing your face mask, what has passed away in your life? What has passed away? All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Lift your right hand and say, Lord, help me to have new things in my life. Help me to have new things in my life. I want to see new things happening to me. I want to see new things happening to me. I say, I want to see new things happening to me. I want to see new things happening to me. I want to see myself preaching. I want to see myself preaching. I want to see myself winning souls. I want to see myself winning souls. Say, I want to see myself winning souls. I want to see myself winning souls. My phone should be filled with gospel music. My phone should be filled with gospel music. People should see a change in me. People should see a change in me. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Clap your hands for Jesus. And last week, 
we look at the first principle for a great change. And that is after you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you grow up spiritually. If. The word is if. If only you can grow spiritually, we'll see a change. If only you can grow up spiritually, at the back, you will also be able to sing great change. Now, now, the change is not small change, it's great change. Yes. That's why 2 Corinthians 5.17 said, everything has become new. That's a great one. The way you dress has changed. The way you walk has changed. The way you talk has changed. How everything has changed about you. Say great change. Say God will see a great change in me. You can't say you are born again and the only change in your life is that you attend church. You go to church on Saturday evening. You go to church on Sunday morning. That's not what brought us here. I didn't get here by, by, by just a Sunday church attendance being my only change. No. You can't survive. You can't go beyond one year. No way. One year is a lot. You can't. That the only thing about you is that you now go to church. Oh, please. The only thing about you is that you now go to church. No way. There should be many more changes. And I'm going through them now. Number two. Principle number two. After you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you renew your mind with the word of God. Your mind. If only you can renew your mind with the word of God, a great change will come into your life. Transformation takes place because of the renewing and reprogramming of your mind. Every believer must go through, must undergo a deprogramming and reprogramming. Yes. Format your mind. The mind. Say the mind. Say the mind. Say my mind must change. My mind must change. Every Christian must go. Listen to me. If I had a smaller word, a simpler word, a shorter word, I would have used it, but I can't get it. The only word I can think I have is deprogramming. You must deprogram your mind. That is, you've got some stuff on your hard disk that is dangerous for your Christian life. Viruses that must be removed. Because your mind is like a computer. Before you got born again, you filled it with rubbish. Rubbish. Rubbish advice. Rubbish pornography, rubbish friends, rub everything was rubbish. Now, when you get born again, Romans 12, verse 1 and verse 2. Romans 12, verse 1. I beg you, brethren, I beg you, brothers, 
I beg you sisters and tonight I'm begging you also that by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy 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 acceptable unto God holy 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 and acceptable to God I beg you but you see begging you is not enough because nobody can present his body as a living sacrifice without the programming of the mind. Can I tell you something interesting? Let me repeat the, the, the statement I just made. Verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, that you present your bodies. It can never happen without verse 2. Verse 2 says, Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Be changed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. Because if your mind is a certain way as a Christian, your body will be unholy. Your mind how your mind works is what has given right to the body you have. So if you want a holy body, you must change your mind. You must change your mind. Look, your mind has full control over your body. In fact, some have even taken it to the extreme. Some things they call mind over matter. Yeah. That the mind, you can use your mind to influence physical things. Yeah. People can bend a spoon with their mind. Look at a spoon, ah, and then the spoon is bending. That's nonsense. <laughs> yes. The mind is very powerful. You know, when I was in medical school, second year, we did dissection, anatomy of the body, different parts of the body. So we used human bodies now they've got some dummies and some things some toys but we were cutting proper bodies dead bodies they go to the mortuary and bring the bodies in front of us yes and we take a knife and we cut we see the heart is there the kidneys now anatomy was necessary because we needed to know the perfect states of the physical structures and when we cut the bodies, we saw clean nerves. As was described in the book, we saw it. We saw arteries. We saw organs. Everything. By one and a half years, we had dissolved the whole body. We cut out and it's left with the, the leg. <laughs> then we cut the leg apart. We dissect. Did you know that the bodies we were cutting were the bodies, most of them were madmen's bodies. No honor. The one I used was the body of a madman. Perfect kidney. I mean, it was perfect enough for the medical school to let us use it to study human anatomy. Perfect blood supplies. Perfect 
pathways of nerves. Perfect muscle insertions. Perfect tendon arrangements. Perfect bony architecture. Perfect joint systems. But what was different was that the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind, the mind. And because the mind was spoiled, abnormal, the entire body will be walking in town naked. A lot of the naked madmen in town, you see, have got more perfect anatomy than some of you sitting here. They are strong. Fit. I don't know, there's something about rubbish dump food which makes you strong. You want to try it a little? It looks like the rice and stew isn't working for you. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there must be something that, I mean, these guys are strong. Very fit. But the point I am making is that you see a man with perfect structures naked in town because of the mind. That's what happened to the madman of Gadara. The mind had attracted demons. A lot of what we see around how people present themselves is a mind. Yeah. See somebody who comes dressed in a certain way. It's not the dresses that just came to wear the person. <laughs> it's a mind. Yeah. If you see a woman with a certain degree of nakedness, it's a mind. Yeah. A woman has to cross a certain barrier before she can present half her breast to town. You should have broken a barrier in your head. It's a type of madness. Because, because we, are, we, are, we are limited by barriers. There are, there, are, there are barriers you must break to be a thief. There are barriers you must break to be an armed robber. There are barriers you must break. I tell you, there are barriers you must break to show three quarters of your thighs and leave just the part under the buttocks. And when you walk, you walk. Say the mind. My God. And once you can deprogram that nonsense in your head and reprogram it with new stuff, you are going to be the same. But I've seen people who used to be something and are now different. The things I used to wear, I wear them no more. Your mind. What you put into the computer is what comes out of it. If you put in garbage, garbage will come out. If you put in the word of God, a life based on the word of God will come out. Many people do not reprogram their minds after they are born again. Can I repeat it? I said, many people do not reprogram their minds after they are born again. That is why there is no change. 
There is no change because the mind, you see, the mind must change before anything changes. I mean, I am surprised, just like you, that the Bible will actually refer to our transformation as coming from the mind. When our spirit is born again, I would have thought that our real self, that like, be transformed by the renewing of your spirit. I'm surprised that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Your mind must change about God. Your mind must change about church. Your mind must change about dressing. Your mind must change about holiness. Your mind must change about how you use your, your, your time and your money and your energy. If there's no reprogramming, you will sit in the church as a born-again Christian, but you are still an unbeliever. Salvation always induces radical changes in a person. I want to say it again. Let me come up here for you to see me. Salvation always induces a radical change in a person. When you get born again, oh, there are radical changes. The people who are truly born again, the people around them, they know. Their parents know. Their brothers know. My son has changed. My, my sister has changed. My friend has changed. How come as for you, nobody can say anything about you that something has changed in your life. You're not born again. In the book of Ephesians, Paul describes many changes, major, many major changes that take place in people's lives. He describes these changes as putting on the new man. Putting on. Turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4. Glory to God. Ephesians 4. Are you here? Verse 22. That ye put off. You see? Maybe even before the putting on, there's a putting off. That ye put off. That is the, the, that is the deprogramming. No, listen to me. The words I'm using may be big words, but I'm not here to bamboo. If I get a, a small word, I'll use it. But there must be actually a deprogramming. Removing some programs. You put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. It's corrupt. All of us have got varying degrees of corruption in us based on how much of your old man is still with you. Corrupt. And the word is put off. Which is another way of saying, remove it. Like, like after church, when you go home, I don't want to believe that you are going to bed with this uh, uh, the diamond encrusted gown. I don't think you are going to go to bed with your suits. When you go home, you are going to put off. You are going to remove your clothes and hope, hopefully have your bath because you've sweated. Abba. Hopefully. But you, let's even forget about the bathroom. So, will you sleep with this Tommy Jeans 1985? You will change into something light or being bare chested. It's not just, just. You want to be free spirit. <laughs> free. Freedom and justice. Kashu kapaya. Katababaya. 
Say freedom. freedom. Some of you like freedom. freedom. <laughs> and if something happens, you must run away from your room. Before you know you are in town, and you, are, you, are, you, are, you are freedom. Hey. It's one you go to and say, hey. <laughs> Say freedom. freedom. But when you go home, say, I think you will put this off. You can't even sleep with it. It's too heavy. It's very heavy. In the same way, when you get born again, there are things to put off in your mind. Remove some things from your mind. You cannot walk with God with some things. That's why in Mark 5, that madman, when they were describing him, after he met Christ, they said, in his right mind. The mind. Your mind must change. How you think must change. Your mind about how you spend the early morning must change. It must change from just getting up to do Facebook to getting up to do the book of life. That he put off concerning the former conversation. The old man. Which is corrupt. When you get born again, the corrupt part of you should be thrown away. Verse 23. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Verse 24. And that ye put on. Put on the new man. Verse 22 says, put off the old man. Verse 24 says, put on the new man. The same way, there are things to remove from your mind. And I'm going through them. I'm going to give them one by one by one. If you don't remove them, there will be no great change. And if there's no great change, it means you are not going to go far with God. No, I thank God. I say this with all humility and with with all thanks to God. I got born again 37 years ago. Oh, Bishop, I've not seen you. Good to see you. Very, very, out of Texas. Wow. It's been 37 years. No, I'm not joking. I said a sinner's prayer 37 years ago. I'm still here. I'm here. And I've survived 37 years of Christianity by removing some things. My mind had to change. Now, when I sleep and I wake up, I take my Bible. Those days, before I got born again, when I sleep and I wake up, I lift my mattress. And under my mattress, like, (laughs) many of you, under your mattress, there is like boards. Boards. Or spring. How your body is. I had 
pornography under my mattress. A lot of magazines. So, so when I wake up for my quiet time, I just depend on which part of the mattress. If I want Asian ones, I go down there where my feet are and I lift it. If I want American ones, if I want African, international. <laughs> but the things I used to do, I do them no more. The things I used to watch, I watch them no more. The things I used to read, I read them. Try, try to change. That's a great change. Now, when I wake up, I don't raise my mattress. My Bible is on my right side. I pick it and I read. That's a change. Why wouldn't you also try it? Why wouldn't you also try it? And that removal of pornography from my life was not done by angels. I put it off. If you want to stop something, you will stop it. Yeah? If you want to stop it, you will stop it. Hey, Michael, I forgot to tell you. Yesterday, no, two days ago, Two days ago, for the first time in my life, I passed through Ashalaja. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I remembered you. And I passed through to Denchira. You know Denchira? Deep there. I went to do visitation. Very beyond Amasama. Beyond Kra. What did you used to do at Ashalaja? Can you please get up and tell us? <laughs> Say great change. Yes, please tell us. Because, uh, you know, when I saw Ashalaja, I remembered you. I, not, I don't know anybody who I, who, I, I didn't even know. Uh, you mentioned it. What did you used to do there, Ashalaja? I had a friend there. You, had a, you lived at Mataheko. Yes. And you had a friend at Ashalaja. Yes, even the name is far. The name itself is far. Yes, I used to visit. You had a friend living there. And this, oh. this friend was. Uh, oh, they can't hear you well. Give him sound. <laughs> yes. This friend was uh, a wee farmer, Indian hemp farmer. Please, you are looking at Reverend Michael Samani. <laughs> Clap your hands for Reverend. Say, great change! Please tell us, Ashalaja. So, anytime it comes to Accra, there is only one thing he comes to Accra to do. That is to sell his wheat. Yeah, so from Ashalaja. After, uh, yeah, from so the Asha. farm is at Ashalaja. Was at Ashalaja. Yes, then he brings the things to Accra to Asha. sell. Yes. Oh, that's how you got to know him. Yes. And what was he doing with you? <laughs> <laughs> so before he leaves to Ashalaja. Before he leaves. Uh -huh. yes, he, he brings me a sack of wheat. A sack of Indian hemp. A sack. A sack. Yes. For you to also sell. Yes. No, 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 no. To do what? Smoke. Oh, no. 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 Please say it again. Not to sell. Not to sell. Yes. You are not selling Indian hemp. No, 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 no. You had a sack of sack. Indian hemp in your room. He loved me so much. <laughs> uh, 
and you could smoke a sack of Indian hemp yes, for, for, for about two years. Not two years. I mean, with friends, I mean, just, just clear it. Just clear it. Uh, <laughs> a reverend like you, my dear friend, can you also one day be standing in a church and telling the church about what you used to do that you don't do anymore? And my can say, I don't do no more. Nice man. I mean, people smoke Indian hemp in joints, but he is smoking it in sacks. No matter how far you've gone, the power of God, the hand of God, the, the blood of Jesus can reach out to you. Say, Great change. Say, I can change. Say, I can change. That's a reverend there, reverend. My dear friends, we are not here to attend church. If all you are doing is attending church, then you missed it. You missed it. We are not attending church. We just came to enjoy and celebrate our lives in Christ. And we hear the word of God. But there is more to our lives after church. More! I mean, as we are all in church, if he has got a sack of Indian hemp in his house, will you know? Do, do I also know what you have in your house? So obviously, our Christian lives must be more than just church life. There must be something about our lives outside that also impacts our Christian lives. He removed the sack of Indian hemp. What did you remove? What have you removed? That's why I said, many of you will say, the things I used to do, I still do, and more. You still do. You still have the boyfriend. You are still a 419er. You still have the girl. And now you've added Beatrice to it. Kai! Sister B. Man B. B. Keke. Oh no, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, my dear friend. Let this man, this reverend standing here in white, let his life of a great change also, also be mirrored in your life as well, and even a better life than his life. So when you got born again, you continued smoking the Indian hemp for some a, a year or two, and no. you stopped. No. What happened, sir? After I was born again. Yes. He came to visit me. He didn't know I was born again, so he came. Are you listening? Yeah. I'm. I'm not aware of this. This. <laughs> this version. <laughs> After he got born again, he came. He came. And what happened? And I told him that I'm now born again. I'm not into this thing. Oh. He was very surprised. He was surprised. He was surprised. Ah, why? Why? He was, he, was, he was very surprised. And he went back with his Indian yes, He went back with it. No, something about you must change. One pastor was telling me yesterday. I mean, he was such a bad boy that one day 
I don't know whether someone took a picture of him in church or he himself took it and put it on Facebook. And one of his unbeliever friends wrote under it that if Satan is in church, then I am, I am a pope or something. I mean, they couldn't believe that a devil like this could be in church. He's a pastor now. And he's a chief of staff. I'm oh, sorry, I, I, I forgot. I, I shouldn't have added that one. <laughs> oh, he has a nickname. Clap your hands for the chief of staff. Come, come and tell us your nickname. Come. Look, when, when, when his friend heard that he was going to marry, the friend looked for Emilia, his wife, and begged her. That I know this guy. He's not correct. No, he said, even if he has slept with you and you are pregnant, get the baby and arrange something. But don't marry him because you are pregnant. She wasn't pregnant anyway. But he said, no, look, I know this guy. He is, what was your, um, your um, nickname? Okay, so this one, I was Pogasti Hadi, but. <laughs> <laughs> Please come and stand up here, you can see. Hurry up, up, we have closed. And yesterday was his birthday. He oversees. He's one of the best pastors I've ever met. But he was. Uh, he, please, what's the name? What's the name? Fogasti Hadi. But those who are close to me called Ponowaski. Please go. Please go. Look, what you are doing here. Eh? What you are doing, what you are doing, you are destroying yourself. People have changed though. I said, Pastor, people have changed. He has changed. I have changed. He has changed. This man, I showed you his picture. Come and stand here. I don't know if the picture is still up there somewhere. He was a wee smoker. Today, he's a pastor. Why are you still in church with we? Why are you still in church with Indian Ham? Why are you still in church with your boyfriend? Why are you still in church with unbeliever music? Why are you still in church with pornography? You need to change. Great change. No, we are all happy. We are wearing Indian dresses. We are wearing Chinese dresses. We are happy. But what you may not know is that Ale, some of us, we are in it properly. We are in it properly. Don't follow us. Don't follow up. We are in it properly. If you want to follow us, then better change well. Change well. Time will fail me to call these wee smokers who today are reverence. These guys. Some of them went to do national service by the time they were living. Six girls in the village were pregnant. They are here. But by the grace of God today, they've got their wives and their children. Why are you not trying to change? What's wrong with you? Why? 
We are all singing in the choir. We are all playing instruments. But some of you, you will die and go to hell. This life, you don't just add Jesus to your old life. You remove your old life and you put on a new life like a believer. That's how we got to be here. That's how we got to be here. We, we got here by removing clothes. Removing, removing. No more. Some of you must remove unbeliever songs from your phone. Remove it. Otherwise, I'll tell you, the Christian experience will not be an exciting experience for you. You will enjoy it. I said, you don't enjoy it. Like some of you, even as we are there, look at how we've enjoyed the church service. You are so bored. You are, I mean, you, you want the service to end. You are bored. Some, I can see it on your face. You are bored. Because the thing is that you are not in it properly. You are not in it well. Those who are in it well, look at them. They are excited. Look at them standing there. Look at them. Look at them. They are all excited. But you are bored because you are actually an unbeliever. Posing as a church goer. Can you stand to your feet? I want to make an altar call right now. Next week I'll continue. Stand to your feet. Please close your eyes. Sorry, we have to close. Don't worry, next week we'll come. Ah, today is Saturday. So we can be here till midnight, eh? And we can be here till midnight. Do you all agree? Do you all agree? Okay, then sit down. Let me give you one more point. <laughs> one more point. Yes. After you are born again, a great change will come into your life. Clap your hands for the, uh, his presence members. Those guys there, they are powerful guys. Those, those, you are correct guys. I want to see pastors coming from this side. Pastors and reverends and shepherds. So no, we've come to church. What about this hurry up and close and go? Ah, but we've got coronavirus. Fellow Ghanaians will not allow us to go beyond this point. So let's rise to our feet. We will continue next week. Next week, next week. I promise you, next week. Clap your hands. But clap for these guys. These guys. Which, which, which region are they from? Where? Eh? Ghana flag. Clap for Ghana flag. There's a place called Ghana flag. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see your original head. He's a, he's a great guy. He's brought up correct guys. Where? Eh? Danfa. It is in the night. You are in the church. You are wearing dark glasses. In the night. <laughs> From Danfa. Foolish boy. Say great change. Say great change. Say I gotta change. I gotta change. Say I gotta change. 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 Gotta change. Look, look, listen to me. Listen. This life uh, where we see Bishop Corby, Enam, Reverend Michael, 
Lady Pastor Lorraine, uh, Queen Mother, Emma. Look, we have jumped into the river. We have thrown away a lot of rap. Only time has, is not allowing me to call the people who impregnated six villages before they left for their national service. Ah, look, at, look at somebody. <laughs> Please come. Come and stand here. Come and stand here. This is the pastor. He's a pastor. He went to Bible school. No, no. Listen, no. I said, look. Don't think that you... Listen, sir, we smoke. Look at his friends. This is Rasbonio. This is a busy bay guy. This is Cracker Pintua. This is a... a, 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 a what? I'm a dog army. <laughs> and look at him. This is him. Weed, Indian ham. But the things he used to smoke, he smokes them no more. The friends he used to have. He, the places... What was this? What was this place? Sorry. This is a ghetto in the area. Wait, which area is this? Oh, this is somewhere in Adenta, in a corner somewhere. It wasn't discovered, you know, there were a lot of bushes, you know, land that was not yet discovered. And so we're hiding amongst the bushes. And so all these guys. Is there a bottle? I can't see a bottle. Oh, down there. A bottle where? In the... Ah, that's... This one. Bishop, what was in it? Bishop, a certain concoction. A concoction made of what? Oh, um, there was some alcohol, there was some weed. Alcohol with weed. Yes, and then the roots of some herbs. Herbs? Yes. So For what? For what? Oh, for the high. For the high. It it enhances the high. So So, so even the weed is not enough. No, no, no. no, You must must potentiate the weed. At a point, at a point... At a point, you get used to... Yes, it's called weed. tolerance. Yes, you get used to the weed. So, you if need, you smoke a lot, you need a stronger high. So, you, you must add some must stimulants. Add some stimulants, yes. He's a pastor here, preaching, winning souls, having members, serving God, praying, fasting. If this can... Put it up. If this can become this, then you are a fool. For being what you are, not wanting to change. I said, You are a fool. You are a fool. You are fooling yourself. I mean, look at me. Look at me. What is the hope? What hope? Hope. What, what hope is there for such a person? What hope is there? He's only going to die after 15 years if he will not end up in a mental hospital. But look at him here in his right mind, about to go to Switzerland. <laughs> Give the Lord a shout! When God saves you, He is adding years to your life. He is improving the quality of your life. And that change that must take place ought to take place. Otherwise, this man could still be in church as a weed smoker. 
Were you listening to unbeliever music? Oh yes, Bishop. I was actually coming to service occasionally when I was still in Adenta. Occasionally? Yes. There are some people who are sitting here. Occasionally. When I feel like it, I walk into church and then I, I, I mean, I was always in a hurry to leave church. Always. And were you also listening to unbeliever music oh, or you were listening to gospel songs? Bishop, a lot of unbeliever music. That was all I used to listen to. Reggae. Reggae, hip-hop, especially hip-hop. And I mean, Bishop, I, I can listen to music the whole night. I love hip-hop. And today, do you still listen to reggae, hip-hop? No, 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 no. What do you listen to? Gospel. 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 And I enjoy it too. Of course. You must be enjoyed it to be going to Switzerland. God wants a better life for you. My friend, look, I'm going to go to some of the points later on. We're going to deal with friends. Things you do. They must change. I said they must change. Well, they didn't just come here to dress like, like Kenyans or dress like Fijians and just have fun. We came here for God to work on us because what, what the devil has done in your life, God must undo it and do a new work in your life. God must undo the work the devil has done. So I'm very happy that we, we are even in church, we are closing, but some young boys are saying, preach, continue preaching. But for the fact that we are fellow Ghanaians, I would have continued preaching. But it's nice to see young men who hear the word of God and want to hear it and love the word of God. Yes. Because this in this new life, this is Actually, that was the third point I was going to read that uh, preach about. That if after you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you listen to a lot of preaching. That's point number three. A lot of preaching. But that is for next week because we are now fellow Ghanaians. Go home and remove, put off, turn off, turn some switches off. I said, turn some switches off. All of us, he just told his story. I've told mine. I've told mine. We all have stories. Everybody's got a story. And give yourself the privilege of a changed story. In 10 years time, you must be talking about another story. Different from the story you have now. Go home and break up with that boy. Go home and remove those pictures from your room. Go home and remove those uh, 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 songs and albums from your playlists so that you can also stand and say the man who used to persecute us for our faith is now preaching the same message which he used to persecute us for I pray that till we come back next week May there be something you used to do that you don't do anymore. Something you, some places you are still going to that you won't go anymore. Some friends you have that you will change. Anybody whose testimony does not involve changes, like Reverend Michael, you can't go far. No wonder he's a reverend. No wonder. Do you think he's, he's still here smoking weed? And, and this, this is what he has told us. The rest of the things, if he says it, you remove your clothes and run away from here. 
Can you lift your hands and ask the Lord to help you to put off? To remove some things. Lift your hands and ask the Lord. Father, I want to remove some things. I want to remove some things. I want to remove some things. I want to remove Help me to remove. To remove. To remove that boy. Oh, yes. To remove those friends. Oh, yes. To remove that music. To remove those places. To remove those habits. Pray. And now, every head bowed and every eye closed as we end this beautiful service. Today, I want to pray for any young man, any young girl, any elderly man, any elderly woman, anybody, male, female, you sense in your heart a need to bow your knee to Jesus, surrender your life totally to him, to experience the real thing that might be seen. Maybe you've been coming to church, but you realize that, no! From what the pastor is saying, it's not just church attendance. I need to really receive Christ properly because the change comes from receiving him. The change comes from being in Christ, not being in church. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, not if any man be in church, you cannot be new if you are in, in church. It's only Christ. Every head bowed and every eye closed. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. If you are here like that, just lift your hand. I want to pray for you. Yes, I see your hand. Lift it high. Pastor, I want to be born. I see your hand. I see. If you are the only person to receive Christ today, it's worth it. Because your soul is precious to God. Lift your hand wherever you are. Pastor, pray for me. Yes, I see your hand at the back. I see, lift, I see, I see your hand. I see, young boy. Maybe you, you I, I see, I see it. I, oh, wow, wow. More hands. Lift your hand, lift it high. Pastor, I want to be born again properly. Yes. Up until now, I will not be able to tell the story. But from today, lift your hands high, lift your hands high. And if your hand is up, if your hand is up, leave your chair, take your phone, take your notebook and come to me here. Come. Come. Yes. Beautiful. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. Beautiful. Nobody has told her to kneel down. She herself has knelt down. Come to Jesus. Clap your hands for them. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. I want to give somebody the last chance. I don't know about tomorrow. I don't know how tomorrow will be like for you. But today, if you are hearing his voice, don't harden your heart. I'm about to pray with them. You want to join them right now. I'm giving you 10 seconds to make your way in front here right now. Just 10 seconds. I don't know where you are, but come. 
just leave your seats. Take your Bible and come and join them because we are not talking about sardines and milk and sugar. We are talking about your soul, your life, your soul, your life. Come now. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. They are coming. God bless you. Come. Yes. Walk away from your friends and come and receive Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lift your hands. They are coming. Clap your hands for them. More are coming. Beautiful. Lift your hands now. Now say after me. Everyone. Say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Those in front say Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I bow my knee to you. I bow my knee to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For my sins. For my sins. I've gone very far from you. I've gone very far from you. I have lived my own life my own way. I have lived my own life my own way. Today. Today. I humble myself. I humble myself. I humble myself. I humble myself. Because I'm not a fool. Because I'm not a fool. I humble myself. I humble myself. And I receive you. And I receive you. As my Lord. As my Lord. And as my Savior. And as my Savior. Oh God. Oh God. Today. Today. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. I'm very dead. I'm very dead. I've done many bad I've things. I've done many bad things. I've polluted my soul. I've polluted my I've soul. I've destroyed my soul. I've destroyed my soul. But I hear. But I hear. You can restore my you soul. Can restore my soul. So I've come to you. So I've come to Have you. Mercy Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Forgive me my sins. Forgive me my sins. And make me your child. And make me your child. Make me your child. Make me your From child. From today. From today. I receive you. I receive you. As my master. As my master. As my Lord. As my Lord. As my Savior. As my Savior. I thank you. I thank you. For this beautiful life. For this Life. Say I'm born again. I'm born again. I am born again. I am born from again. today. From today. I'm born again. I'm born again. Everything is new. Everything is new. I will humble myself. I will humble myself. To be taught. To be taught. To be guided. To be guided. To be instructed. To be instructed. Into this great new life. Into this great new life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Stand to your feet. God bless you. Clap your hands for them. You see. My, my sister, can you see our pastor here? He's not a herbalist. Today, we, we, he came from Fiji. You were here when you saw them. Yeah. I'm saying that you may be afraid that he's wearing leaves. He's a pastor. Okay? So please go to them. They will talk to you. They will help you. Keep clapping your hands for them. Keep clapping your hands for them. And as you are clapping your hands, clap your hands for your salvation, for your life, a beautiful life in Christ. Keep clapping your hands. Don't stop clapping. And I want us to, risk, to take our communion. If you brought your communion, take it out and remove the bread. Yes. No talking at the back. Lift your bread up. Say, I'm about to eat the body of Christ. I'm about to eat the body of yeah, Christ. Because that night before Jesus Christ was betrayed, the Bible says he took bread and broke it. Jesus. And he said, This is my body, which was broken for you. And after the same manner, he took the cup. And after he had supped, saying, This is the 
blood of the new covenant that was shed for the remission of the sins of the world. And he said, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this wine, mm. you do so in remembrance of me. Yes. All those who are sitting at the back, please stand to your feet. Fast. If you didn't bring your bread, learn to be spiritual. Everyone lift your hand. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. As I eat it, as I eat it, I am becoming one. I am becoming one. I'm joining. I'm joining. Say, I'm joining. I'm joining the body of Christ. The body of Christ. I'm becoming one. I'm becoming one. With the church. With the church. As I eat it. As I eat it. I cannot be separated. I cannot be separated. From the body of Christ. From the body of Christ. Say, I am born again. I am born again. And by this body. And by this body. By this body. By this body. I have healing. I have healing. I have strength. I have strength. I have energy. I have energy. To walk with God. To walk with God. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When we drink the communion, we believe that it's the blood of Christ. And that blood does wonders. Wonder working power in the blood. I don't know what you are believing God for. But this blood you are about to drink, when it enters your body, will work wonders. It will heal. It will empower you. It will strengthen you. And make you the believer you ought to be. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Lift your hands and let me pray for you. Let me pray. Father, in obedience, we've come to your table. Oh, yes. We've drunk. Yes. And we've eaten. Today, we declare that we are not mere observers. No. But we are actively involved in the yes. matters of your body. We are actively involved in the building of your body. Oh, yes. Every role, every opportunity, every help we can give. Today, by the eating of this body, I prophesy healing for you. Amen. Healing in your body. Amen. Restoration of your health. Amen. That which was weak Jesus. is becoming strong. Amen. I said that which was weak Professor. is becoming strong. Amen. That which was weak Jesus. is becoming strong. Amen. That which had no energy is receiving power. Yes. Receive power now. I receive it. At the back, receive power I now. Receive it. At the back, receive power I now. Receive it. In front, receive power I now. Receive it. Now listen. Anything in your life. Fighting against your advancement in God. Speak. I block it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I cast it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Anything in your life. Oh, that is a habit, mm. an idea, Palana. a human being, oh. a situation. Hey, Preventing you from enjoying your Christian life. I kill it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Out. 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 Be free. Yes. To enjoy God. Yeah. Because God can be enjoyed. He can be enjoyed. Yes, 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 yes. Be free. Yes. To enjoy God. Free. 
because it can be enjoyed. Today you came on a bus. But I prophesied that one of these days you'll be driving your own car. Amen. Coming here on Saturday night. Amen. My God. Jesus. My God. Jesus. Do it for them, Lord. Yes. Save them, Lord. Yes. Let your blood bring new life. New zeal. New. New energy. New. Let pastors arise from amongst us. Oh, yes. Let shepherds arise from amongst us. Let them arise. Because this is our life. Yes. This is our life. We thank you for the beautiful blessing. Beautiful blessing. Beautiful. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Beautiful.